It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Cowboys, your daily Dallas Cowboys podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys Podcast. I am your host, Marcus Mosier. You can follow me on Twitter at Marcus underscore Mosier. And joining me today, as always, is my co-host, Lana McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what's going on, sir? Not much. You know, it's uh, we are at a Tuesday. We got a normal week this week, which is kind of a rarity at this point of the season. So uh, kind of nice to get into a finally kind of get into our rhythm for what should yes. be the majority of the season, I would say. Um, now, uh, we're going to be a little bit out of order this week because um, our good old friends at the NFL Game Pass, they don't have the game quite up yet. So we're going to do our uh, our best to do a film review on Wednesday. Uh, we've got a lot of questions today, though, that we're going to answer and we'll help uh, maybe talk a little bit about the game from Sunday. But before we do that, Landon, I, I got a stat that I wanted to, to show you. Ooh, and I wanted you to get your thoughts. Um I just saw this. Uh, I believe it's by Ben Baldwin. I'm pulling it up right here. Yes. Uh, it's how often do offenses convert to a new first down after each down? Did you see this stat? No. Okay. So it shows you like how often do you get a first down on first down? How often do you get a first down on second down? Okay. The Cowboys lead the NFL in first down, first down percentage. Did that make sense, right? How often yep. do you get a first down on first down? 31% of the time. The next closest is the Kansas City okay. Chiefs, and what? that is it. Um, Leon, we talk about all the time. Do you know what the best way to avoid uh, having to convert a third down is? It's just Never getting in third down. Not getting in third down. I thought that was pretty incredible. The Cowboys are getting a first down on 80 – excuse me, 91% of their first and second downs right now. That's absolutely insane. I mean, thir- 30% – First rate on first down. Thirty-one percent. Yes, that's absolutely absurd. So for every, so basically every one out of every three first downs, the Cowboys obtain a first down. Correct. The that's, NFL average, by the way, is twenty-one percent. That's crazy, man. That's just nuts. <laughs> that's, I mean, this offense is really just shockingly good. Like, it's, but it's it's the philosophy, right? It's we're not using all three downs to get a first down. It's we're going to try to get a first down every single time we have the ball. Right. We, we don't care about manageable second downs and manageable third downs. Uh, it's just an entirely different ph- philosophical switch, and I absolutely love it. Um, all right. Let's get to, to some of the guys' questions uh, for this week. Uh, a lot of people want to know about this one, uh, Lane, and this one comes from our, our good friend Robbie. He wants to know, does Donovan Wilson mm. get his job back when he is healthy? It seems like J. Ron Curse is too good to take off the field. I know our good friend Joey is just screaming into his uh, phone or however he's listening to this right now. So go ahead. Break the news to him softly, Lana. What's going on here? 
Joey, I love you, buddy. I really do. Um, but I don't know. I don't know how you take Curse off the field at this point. Um, I, I just, I think you find ways to get both of them on the field. That's the you answer, do. right? You I find mean, ways to get yeah. both of them on the field. Yeah. You, you find ways to do a lot more three safety looks because that's the thing is that it's not like you've, it's not like you suddenly just have two, two safeties that are playing well. You, you really have, I mean, really, you have four. I mean, I would say at least three and a half, right? A hooker played a good game last week. So, yeah, yeah, I I think that, you know, between the guys that you have in there, you know, it's currently starting with KZ and Curse, uh, the Ks, uh, you know, Wilson is is a guy that is incredibly volatile playmaker. It's hard. It's really hard to keep him off the field as well. Uh, But the way Curse has been playing, I mean, that's – you can't just, you know, easily make the switch back. So – I imagine that they're going to just play a bunch of three safety looks. They're going to rotate these guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, maybe we'll get curse uh, some more looks at the nickel uh, at the sure. nickel linebacker spot. Um, you know, I just think that the curse is one of those guys who is versatile. So you can, he can do a lot of different things for you. So, you, you know, maybe you bring back in Wilson to take the majority of snaps, but you just feature curse a lot. You just bring him in for specific packages and stuff. So, I, you know, I, it's a great problem to have. And honestly, like, when was the last time? When was the last time that we had too many safeties that we wanted to play? I mean, that's Never. that's just something I can't can't even remember. So, uh, here's the thing, man. It's a really long season, right? Yeah. Like, if if you've learned anything from the first four games of the season, you're gonna need all of these guys, right? Like, you need yeah. every single one of these guys to play. Just not that worried about it, right? Like you're going to find stuff. Guys are going to be missing because of injuries. Hopefully no more guys are missing because of COVID stuff, but like you're just going to need all these guys. So I'm not overly concerned about it. And more importantly, it's probably going to be game plan dependent, right? Yeah, like exactly. There's going to be game plans where J Ron curse is maybe a better option than Donovan Wilson or a better option than Malik Hooker. And there's going to be game plans where, hey, Donovan Wilson makes the most sense to play 85 to 90% of the snaps. It's just, it's not a big deal. Yeah. Kerr specifically is so versatile that, I mean, again, he's going to be used in, in game plan specific ways, like you mentioned. Yes. So he'll get plenty of opportunities to get snaps. I'm not worried about these guys not getting enough snaps. Let's put it that way. There's tons of snaps I, to go I, around. I uh, and safety is such a position, is such a versatile position that you can put three or four of them on the field at once, frankly, and uh, and and have a, a, a sound defensive scheme. So, uh, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to see how it gets deployed. But I'm, I'm certainly not worried about one or the other losing or, or not getting enough snaps. I agree. They're going to use them all. They're all going to play different roles. They'll be fine. Uh, all right, we're going to get into a bunch more questions, but before we do that, I want to tell you guys about Bet Online. We are back and better than ever as all eyes are now turned to the gridiron. Our teams are back for another football season. As always, Bet Online is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. Bet Online continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Don't forget to use the promo code LOCKEDON to receive your bonus. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. BetOnline is the fastest and the easiest way to bet on all of your favorite sports. 
If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. All right, Landon, this is actually a really good question because we talked about this last night in a DM together. So uh, a couple of people want to know if the Cowboys are going to make a trade to upgrade their defense over the next couple of weeks because it's pretty clear this team is at least a contender. What spot are you looking towards You know, upgrading and improving? And is there any names that jump out to you? Well, I mean, <laughs> I would throw it to you, honestly, because we, you know, the conversation we had last night um, was was centered around pass rushers, yeah. Uh, simply because yeah. of the idea that you can never have enough of them. Uh, you know, you can certainly, if you're looking at adding depth there, that in, in, talent included. Uh, you know, there's some names on the street that might be available for pretty cheap. You know, cheap consider cheap considering what their uh, contribution might be for this team. Well, and um, it so, depends so on what you're you, looking for, right? Nice. Yeah. Because if you're looking for a short-term solution, basically a guy to play 13 games plus the playoffs, I think there's a couple names out there. I'll give you the one that I actually mentioned on Twitter the other day. Um, Melvin Ingram for the Steelers has played phenomenal to start the season. He is on a one-year, uh, like a $2.5 million deal for Pittsburgh. Uh, I don't – Listen, I don't see the Steelers making the playoffs. Uh, I don't see them bringing back Melvin Ingram. So if you want to give a, let's say, a conditional fifth or sixth round pick for Melvin Ingram, who has like 13 pressures in four games, that would make a lot of sense, right? Yes, absolutely. And I think with the idea that when you're paying that price, that he doesn't need to be your starter. He could be a guy that comes off the bench as a rotational pass rusher and and give some snaps there. Um, You know, I – and this is what I told you last night is I don't know that I don't know that they would do this because they like Armstrong so much. Yes. But but I, I think that, you know, it, it makes some sense to, you know, kind of, as you put it, replace those uh, um, Amir Kamara, Azur Kamara snaps with Mel Grimink, Melvin Ingram would be. Now, you know, it also up. might depend a little bit on Demarcus Lawrence. Like if they just want to yeah. make sure they're not rushing, rushing Demarcus Lawrence back. And I know the time frame was what, six to eight weeks. If the Cowboys just have it in mind, hey, we're going to give him 10 to 12. We want to make sure he's good for the playoffs. And we need another veteran guy who can, you know, play linebacker if we need him to, or come down and reduce to a, you know, a three technique. I think Melvin Ingram could do that now. Yeah. If you want a longer-term solution and you're looking beyond this season because, listen, they do have some free agents, right? Like Terrell Basham, I think, signed a one-year deal. Dorrance Armstrong is a free agent after the year. And you're looking to get somebody who could – or Randy Gregory is also a free agent. What about Caleb Von Chason, Landon? Because that's somebody that we spent a lot of time talking about at this year – or at this time last year, right, or during the last draft process, the Cowboys pretty clearly liked him, and they were thinking about picking him in the first round. Uh, I don't know if you've been following the stuff in Jacksonville right now, but it doesn't sound <laughs> like it's going great. <laughs> yeah, uh, Jacksonville may be having a fire sale starting with their coach pretty soon. Um, <laughs> you want him? <clears throat> no, but neither did that girl in the bar. Uh, I, I feel like – 
first of all, just one one quick correction. Uh, uh, Basham's actually, I think, on a two year deal. Oh, is he okay? Sorry, I, I think, or at least a multi year deal, because I remember looking it up and, and being surprised because they were just handing out one year deals. Uh, but but you're completely right. Armstrong's uh, gone after this year. Right? I'm sorry, I just completely sidetracked this. I, I'm just uh, I can't get back on track now. <laughs> Randy Gregory uh, is definitely up after this year. Uh, so I think you know, obviously, they're going to need to sign one of those guys and then figure out solutions for the rest. Chase on is a guy that. Look, you know, he has not played well for Jacksonville early on. He hasn't on. played a ton, I mean, though, either. Which is he also, yeah, exactly, has not played a ton. And, but, I mean, a lot of that is because, I, from what we hear, he's not ready. Um, so I, I think getting him in a system where he's probably going to get some better coaching mm-hmm. uh, is might be a better situation for him. And, and, and it's a uh, low-risk reward because you would be buying him at, you know, below cost fraction of the price hope. right yeah so uh yeah i think it, it's it's a, a play that makes sense the to kind of for the long term uh he gives you a guy who you know he's been he, he's been a little bit of a versatile player himself you know not just strictly pass rusher he can stand right. up he can do some dropping stuff so yeah I, I do think that makes sense uh but it also kind of depends on what they think the future is for guys like armstrong and randy gregory I mean, obviously, I think they're going to try to bring back Randy Gregory, but probably not Armstrong. And you're going to have to spend a pick a pick to kind of replace him anyway. So let's say it's a fourth round pick. That's maybe a little too rich. Maybe a fifth round pick feels about right. Maybe maybe you throw in a player there that Jacksonville could use. I know their secondary speed up. So maybe that's where you see like, hey, does Jordan Lewis do anything for you? You know, uh, maybe that makes some sense. Yeah, I can see that. Okay. Uh, just we're going to continue to monitor this because, again, if especially if the Cowboys continue to to stack these wins on top of each other and they get to four and one, five and one, then it's time to start thinking about, hey, let's maximize this window. Loading right? up. Yep. Yeah. Exactly. And even if it doesn't cost you a top one hundred pick and it doesn't hurt you in the salary cap wise, you know, it's just the right move. So uh, we'll continue to monitor this. Uh, mm-hmm. All right. Next one. Lane, this one comes from Abram. He wants to know who would you say has been the biggest surprise for the Cowboys through four games this season? The biggest surprise. Uh, <clears throat> I mean, this is going to sound biggest surprise for like the general public. I think is is without a doubt Osa Odigizua. I That's mean, what I was going to no say. One, yes. No one had any clue about this guy. I mean, you and I liked him because we watched his tape. I mean, I fell in love with him in his senior bowl practice tapes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, just throughout the process, uh, just I like that kind of player wrestler background, low center of gravity, strong, gets off the ball quickly. It feels like that's a situation that's, you know, uh, 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 that's that was bound to be a good one. I, I, even I am surprised at his early success, I would say. I mean, I thought he would be successful this year, but, you know, at the rate that he's going right now, it's it's incredibly impressive uh, I, so I'm going to say him just because I feel like, he, like, like I said, even being a big fan of his, probably way more than the general public, I'm I'm still shocked by what he's been doing so far. That's my answer as well. You don't see first round defensive tackles have hardly mm-hmm. any impact their their first year, right? Like they just don't do much. So to have a guy that you drafted in the third round come and produce the way he is, like he's on par with some of the best guys in the league in terms of like pressure and pressure rate and run stuffs like it's been incredible how well he's played uh we'll also tie this into a, a question that a couple of people have asked how do you split the snaps with him and gallimore once he's able to return 
Man, she had paid problems, right? Uh, uh, you know, I think like with with the defensive linemen, they don't, you know, they don't play snaps like defensive backs or you know, uh, you know, they, they rotate so heavily it, that it's so much easier to rotate there. Yes, there's plenty of snaps. They'll play on the field together a ton, you know, and and I, there's plenty of snaps to go around. I'm not concerned about getting Gallimore or or Osa enough snaps. I mean, frankly, if anything. I was more worried about how many snaps Osa has ha- having yeah, to play exactly. because one of the few impact defensive tackles. So uh, this is this is a needed addition, not not just a luxury at this point. And, and remember, they have some guys out there playing now that are just playing too many snaps. Like I think Quentin yeah. Ohana is somebody that could have some limited, you know, limit his snaps a little bit. You had Justin Hamilton uh, out there. Is it Austin Fahalo? I don't even know how you say his Fahalo, last name. Yeah. Fahalu was playing meaningful snaps for you last week. So if you can just kind of take away some of those snaps and give them to, to Neville Gallimore, you know, maybe give Brent Urban some more snaps. Uh, I think that makes a lot of sense. I, you uh, keep poo-pooing it, but, but Hill is going to, Justin Hill is going to be coming back. The his coach mentioned it the other day too. He's another guy that will be in that rotation, maybe more as a, as a nose tackle type. Right. But I think he will be a guy that will come in and give them relief at some point too. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, I was listening to Jerry Jones this morning on 105.3 The Fan, and he said, yeah, they're going to uh, uh, have Christian Hill back here pretty soon. So <laughs> They changed his name to Christian. So, you know, some, 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 some folks change their numbers. Other folks change their first names. You know, it's, uh, it's, it's a crazy NFL right now. Uh, all right, let's take one more break. Uh, then we'll tell you about a guy that the Cowboys actually added to their team yesterday that I'm actually pretty excited about. Uh, but before we do that, RockAuto.com is a family business serving auto parts to customers online for over 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules and brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The RockAuto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and prices that you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low and the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. This Locked On Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and Free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right, Landon. Um, I, I'm not even sure if you saw this because it kind of slid under the radar yesterday, but I, I typically don't get too excited for practice squad signings as the year goes on because it's just not that big of a deal. Um, but the Cowboys did make one that was at least somewhat interesting. 
Uh, they signed cornerback Isaiah Johnson, who was a fourth round pick in 2019. Oh, really? Yes, yeah. they did. Okay. Uh, the Cowboys that. really, really liked Isaiah Johnson in 2019. They actually, it's funny, it's a quick, quick little story. They were debating between Tony Pollard and Isaiah Johnson in the in the 2019 draft, and they had a pick later on in the fourth round, and they thought that the best strategy was to take Pollard first, and then Johnson will fall to them like seven picks later in the fourth round. Hmm. Uh, they So they took Pollard. Johnson was the next pick. The Cowboys immediately traded down from the fourth round into the late fifth round. They took their next highest corner on the board, who was Michael Jackson, who's, I think, hanging around the league a little bit. But he's still around. He's still around. Uh, anyways, the, the point is the Cowboys front office likes Isaiah Johnson. I actually got to cover him quite a bit with the Raiders over the last couple of yeah. years. And I will say this. Talent's not an issue at all. Like He can be a number three or number four cornerback. It's just been some durability stuff. But – these are the type of practice squad signings I love, right? Guys that pretty clearly fit your scheme in terms of like the size requirements and guys with some draft pedigree. So your, your thoughts on Dallas bringing in Isaiah Johnson? I, I will say this, you know, uh, and I think we got another question about how the rest of the secondary is playing mm-hmm. as well. So I'll, I'll kind of lump that into this real quick. And, and I'll just say that I do really like, you know, Anthony Brown – has played, I think, better than we had hoped at times. It hasn't been perfect, obviously. Better, has yeah, given he's up some better since week one. He was awful. Absolutely. Gotten better. Uh, yeah. When you talk about bringing Kelvin Joseph back in, you've got these guys on the practice squad. you got Jordan Lewis. What you're collecting now? And then, you know, obviously, Canaday did not have a good game no. versus the Panthers, man. I, I go back and rewatching that. There was one time where he just fell down while covering uh, DJ Moore, I think, in the end zone. So, yeah. Uh, but, but overall, I feel confident about Canaday uh, just by the way he played. You add these guys down in the roster in, into the practice squad. Suddenly, you have now a deep group of cornerbacks who can cover not not you know world beaters not all stars yes. but suddenly you've got four or five guys six guys really that you could throw out there and feel decent about the way that they can play football you get joseph out here you push everybody down a notch and suddenly you're in a really good spot with the depth of your cornerback room you add a guy like johnson on the practice squad you know, and it just insulates you from obviously the COVID situation, injuries. You know, cornerbacks run a ton, so injuries are going to happen. So uh, I really like that move. I really like it when they find ways to collect guys in the practice squad that you feel like could eventually, you know, play for you this year, not necessarily, yeah. you know, developmental guys. So uh, I am, am, am encouraged in general by the play of our secondary. You know, it's not like I said, they're not world beaters. They're not the, they're not, uh, you know, the 2019 Patriots, but, but they are a, a good group of cover guys mm-hmm. and when backed up with, with, uh, uh, you know, solid safety play. Uh, now you've got, like I said, the depth to take you through the regular season and into the postseason with guys that you feel comfortable with. You're not trying to sign guys off the street, uh, to, to cover, you know, Mike Evans in the second round of the playoffs, because you, you've got guys that you've seen, uh, on in your system and practicing on your fields for for almost the entire regular season. And the Cowboys just have a lot of guys that they're they still like. Like obviously now Isaiah Johnson in their practice squad. They stashed Reggie Robinson for a, mm-hmm. a, a basically another year, right? Uh, they dra- they actually signed Holton Hill, who was a really yeah, I mean, corner uh, out of Texas. So like they're just trying to collect as many of these long corners as possible. 
Uh, I got a good stat for you, Landon. There is uh, 11 defensive backs in the NFL, not corners, but just defensive backs that are six foot two or taller. Okay. The Cowboys have six of them. <laughs> the Cowboys <laughs> have the majority of the, the entire NFL's yeah. supply of six two corners. I yeah. love it. Or six two defensive backs. Just they love yeah. these. Oh, defensive backs in general. Wow. Yeah. So they just love these, these big defensive backs. So it's cl- pretty clearly a strategy. Uh, I love it. I think it's absolutely awesome. Uh, all right. A, a couple more questions before we move on. Uh, I really like this one. This is a good one from Jeffrey. If you could change your co-host's opinion on one thing, oh, yeah. what would it be? <sighs> hmm. I'm waiting. This is a good one. I mean, I got mine for you. It's just that coffee is supposed to be uh, consumed with no sugar and cream in it. But go ahead. Wow, that's that's what you. Uh, that's I what mean, you listen, I've I've been pretty strong in this take for a while, but you know, it's fair because Jeffrey <laughs> didn't actually specify football opinion. No, no, so. he just said what take. That's that's my what biggest take. one. Well, then I mean, we we kind of have to go through the chicken wings, chicken wing boneless versus bone <laughs> situation. I mean, I, I guess really the, the, my the the take I would I would change of yours is that you consider boneless wings to be boneless wings and not chicken nuggets. So I, I mean, let's let's just maybe we could change that. Is that the take that I would change? I is you is can that, call it whatever that, you want. That Marcus like thinks that boneless good, wings right? are not chicken nuggets. Yeah, that's fine. I don't care what you call them. I just prefer the one that actually tastes better. So that's works oh, for me. Uh, yeah. All right, we'll get back on track. Here's a question from Christian: What is your know, biggest well, concern about the Cowboys for the rest of the season? Of course, we're three and one, so we have to talk about the negatives. So biggest concern here? Of course, later. of course. Uh, you know, I, I think. Look, I mean, the, the defense is mostly been predicated on a lot of big plays lately. Um, you know, I think that for the most part, they have been solid outside of that, too. Um, mm. they've, they've given up some yards. They've had some some busts. But, I mean, again, like a lot of that has to do with the fact that they're playing. I mean, look at who they're playing with, you know. And so I guess that's really where my concern is, is that injuries continue to kind of, you know, belile the defense to the point where it's like constantly this game of catch up, right? They're constantly having to make big plays in order to perform because they don't ever really get their full talent out there. You know, that either DeMarcus Lawrence comes back and, and, and has another setback. The defensive line is not able to maintain what it's been doing without uh, another pass rusher uh, opposite Randy Gregory uh, so they have to continue to use Parsons in that role, and then the linebackers suffer from that. So, you know, I, I just think that if there's if injuries continue, that and the defense starts to kind of just get exposed more and more, uh, that's that's my biggest concern right now. Uh, but honestly, I'm not terribly concerned about it because I think the injuries have hit this team, and they're already yeah. playing at a level better than any of us expected. So, uh, you know, I just would say continued injury bad injury luck would be would be you know detrimental that's that's my thought i mean they've been hit at some positions where you know they just lost a lot of guys like the interior defensive line my problem is if there's a couple guys that if they lose they're in big trouble like micah's a big one like if they don't have micah parsons they don't have anybody else that can really do that hybrid role of hey i'm gonna blitz downhill but i'm also gonna cover i'm gonna come from the edge if they lose trevon diggs like (laughs) <laughs> they're yeah. in big trouble, right? If they lose Randy Gregory, they, they kind of lose all their speed off the edge. So that's the thing. But they do have a lot of just general depth on defense. So I do think that'll help. 
but I think you're right. Injuries are always the biggest concern, and they should be for for all the best teams. So uh, that is it for the, the for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. We'll be back on Wednesday to do an all twenty two review. We've got a crossover edition of the show coming on Thursday, and then of course Friday will be our game preview. Make sure you're downloading the podcast wherever you get your podcast: Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Play. You can follow the show at Locked On Cowboys. You can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. We'll see you next time. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.